All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, and yet another week, yet another bunch of surprises happening with uh, all things NFL, all things COVID, and all things in the league. Michelle, how you feeling today? Happy week six look ahead and week five look back. I, hello, Kate, and I <laughs> feel great. Would you like to know why? I know exactly why, but yeah, Let's tell everybody. Let's just get right to it. Let's get to it. Your girl is in first place in the league. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I can't believe... I, I mean, okay. Let's be real. I can believe it. Are you kidding me? Congratulations. Killing it. Killing it. Four and Dude, one. Dude, how did you get there? Tell us, tell us your journey over you, the last seven days since you, you want to know this. what's... Honestly, what's kind of crazy is like... I'm looking at my team just to make sure I'm not misspeaking. But honestly, yeah. I think I did a really good job, good job on my draft because I, I really have not made a lot of waiver moves, which is not normal for me. Normally, yeah. I'm like a waiver beast. So <laughs> I think I just lucked out with some really smart, like probably some really smart, like late, like, uh, like um, late round draft picks. But like, I don't know. I've made a couple of moves here and there with like my defense. I made a mm-hmm. couple of moves here and there with like a tight end. I, I but other than that, like I've stuck pretty I've stuck to my guns with this team and like when people like Teddy Bridgewater and Stefan Diggs and like these guys like they had high upside, but you never know what's going to happen. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I think I just I think I just did a, a good job, good job on my draft. You did a good job, good job on your draft. And I'm looking back now at this week's or this past week's scoreboard, and you had the highest scoring team in the whole league of all 14 teams. 150 that's, points. That's amazing. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, just so you are aware. I mean, your team is putting up big numbers. I Also, your defense put up 24 points. That's like unheard of. So Told you about that. I told but... you. Everybody versus the Giants. We'll talk about it Damn. later. <laughs> All right. So, oh, no, sorry. Everybody versus Washington also. That, I, I oh, kept that the, too. I kept the Rams for a couple of weeks. I, 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 haven't, I haven't been streaming Ds because I had some good Rams matchups. Oh, yeah. Keep the Rams if you can. But, yeah, congratulations not only on having the highest yes. Week 5 score, but also for being number one in our league and why you all should listen to Draft Queens more because it's working. crystal ball. We got a little bit of a crystal ball. I don't I know. I feel, ooh, I feel good about it. I am very stoked. I'm not going to try. Like, I'm excited, but I'm going to try not to ride too high on my horse because we know how quickly things mm-hmm. can change in fantasy, which – oh yeah. 
which what I was going to say is like we're getting into more buys this week. And as I'm looking at my team, I got a lot of my big guys on the bench this week. So I, I don't want to get too excited because there's still some hurdles to get over now. Yeah, you're taking the words out of my mouth. And I was thinking the same thing around bye week. We've got Seattle. We've got the Saints. We've got the Chargers. We've got the Raiders. There's a lot of, I mean, my lineup has been kind of a mess. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show for our Stardom Sidem segment as always. But um, between that and then there's also a little bit of a question around COVID. Uh, Falcons just shut, shut down their facility think the Falcons have the Vikings this week? Is I think the right? Falcons the Falcons need a maybe a little bit of a break because they're yeah, they're I mean, 0 and 5. I don't want anyone to have COVID, but they maybe need a little bit of a break over there in Atlanta. I would not be surprised if someone went out there and contracted COVID so that they could <laughs> just, shut down their just facility so they could for a week. Just so they could like not take an L. shake it off. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a, there's a ton happening. So, again, we record this on a Thursday. So we will have the latest and greatest on our socials over the next couple of days. So stay tuned on Twitter and Instagram. But um, as of tonight, we're waiting on that call for the Minnesota-Atlanta game. And there is bound to be more. There always is in terms of COVID updates. So we'll give you the latest and greatest today um, just in terms of who to start, who to sit. Uh, as as far in advance as we know these things happening, which is today on a Thursday. So as usual, we'll, we got to figure it out, Michelle. Is is there anything aside from football? Let me just do a one second check in. How are you? Like, how's everything else? Aside I'm from great. Being the number one. I'm great. I'm number one. It's, it's, we're great. On. Everything's fine. Okay. All right. Well, I think I'm number five now, just for what it's worth. If you're hey, curious. that's not bad. That's not bad. I'll take number five. I'll take okay. it. Should we, uh, should we huddle up? I think we've got to huddle up. All right, we're in the huddle. You know what that means. Kate already has her 60 seconds on the clock because she's always the most prepared. And we're going to give you uh, some some of the top sports headlines from the last the last week in 60 seconds or less. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on. And like we said last week, it's all a lot of sports are ramping down. So we've got a lot of chapters to close as COVID seasons start wrapping up. So I'm excited to huddle and hear what's going on in the world. All right. You want to count it? You want to count it down for me and I'll I'll read the first one. Yeah, I'll count it down for you and I'll flip it your way. All right, we got 60 seconds on the clock. In three, two, one, go number one seed. The New York Jets drop Le'Veon Bell, their marquee free agent signing from 2019, not even halfway through his fourth year and $52.5 million contract. The LA Lakers defeated the Miami Heat to win the 2020 NBA championship. In other L.A. news, the Dodgers made MLB postseason history with their first 11-run first inning versus the Braves. Whoa. Uh, Alex Smith returned to the football field for the first time since his brutal injury in 2018. He endured 17 surgeries and possible amputation before making it back out on the field. Woof. Damn. Uh, Tampa Bay leads three games to one versus the Houston Astros, a.k.a. the Science Dealers. Uh, Portugal and Juventus striker Cristiano Ronaldo has tested positive for coronavirus. The Portuguese Football Federation announced on Tuesday. 
five seconds. Uh, Rafa Nadal made history after defeating Novak Djokovic in the 2020 Men's French Open Finals, earning his 20th major title. Woo! Oh, there's that timer. <laughs> oh, shoot. We've got a whole headline to get through that we didn't even get to. I think you should hmm. read I think you should read that one because sadly the more that sports open back up, the more you're reading a headline that COVID's hitting them. Yeah, the more sports open back up, the more spo- sports close back <laughs> down, it seems like. Uh this last headline that we almost made it to is around, uh, it's Saturdays, this coming Saturdays, LSU Florida football game has been postponed after a COVID spike. Yikes. Yikes. I don't like to see that. No. Especially with those organizations, big schools, big crowds, not good to have a COVID spike. What do you think? Uh, no, not not good. And I actually read a, a, an article earlier this week about uh, basically how uh, someone was saying the the NBA and the and the committee, you know, that put together the bubbled season that they ended up putting together for COVID, they should run the country. They should run all the sports because they had, you know, so, yeah. so, so few, you know, issues once they bubbled. Obviously, there was, you know, a, a breakout very early on, but they shut it down. They, they strategized. They came up with the bubble. And, you know, they really did a heck of a job getting through all those NBA games without, you know, folks, you know, catching the virus. So um, I think all of these teams and leagues should uh, call the NBA. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. The NBA's done a really great job, so much so that they made it to their NBA championships this year. And um, hats off to our man LeBron and the Lakers over there. Uh, really impressive showing. And I think this is, what, the the third team he's won a title with? That's that's pretty history-making. Excellent work, LeBron James. You mm. king you. Yeah. Sure. Good for LeBron. <laughs> it must, it must be pretty exciting for LA fans, though. So obviously the Lakers win after Kobe dies this year. Like, everyone in the community was so sad. Mm-hmm. So what a way to honor him. And then, and then yeah, let's see what uh, what the Dodgers do. So LA, LA sports fans feeling pretty good right now. The Rams, everyone, they're, they're doing pretty damn good out there. Oh, yeah. And the Dodgers with an 11-run first inning versus the Braves. I mean, like, way to go, LA sports all around. And, and more reason for celebration. Moreover than Los Angeles, which for all our LA listeners, congratulations. Um, But more reason for celebration and rallying around the sports community is our guy Alex Smith, who hit the football field for the Washington football team uh, this past weekend. And wow, what? Between him and also Teddy Bridgewater, his story is pretty touching, but... Great to see him out on the field. Everyone was so excited. 17 surgeries. That is way more than one human being should ever have to go through in their life. Mm. For sure. You know, we needed this kind of a success story in 2020. It's been a tough one and so many people going down. It's it's exciting to see someone step up and really like... I don't know. He, congratulations to Alex Smith. I'm so glad that he's back on the field. I think everybody, not just in the football community, but in the sports community, was excited to see him. I totally um, agree. They did show some cute uh, footage of his family who, I mean, and bless them, like so mm-hmm. nervous every time he would like drop back to throw because I, I, I can imagine for him and his family and his fans, you know, all you think about is that horrible moment when, when you got hurt. But huge, huge congrats, you know, uh, for him getting back out on the field last week. That's, it's truly remarkable. 
It is. It is. And just lots of wins all around to Rafa Nadal defeating Novak Djokovic. That's that's exciting for the French Open. Uh, we've got a lot of wins, it looks like, in this week's headline. I, Trying to I keep really... it positive. Trying to keep yes. it positive. Yes. And then the, I guess the only downfalls are LSU Florida. And then Cristiano Ronaldo. Can we end with this? Cristiano Ronaldo. Man is now positive for coronavirus. So I guess now it's it's moved its way over to soccer. Yeah, soccer, or had, been, soccer had been doing kind of okay for for a minute there. Um I think they had said that he didn't really have very many symptoms or anything of that nature. So uh speedy recovery to him, but uh hopefully it doesn't spread too far within the uh soccer community. I really hope not. Well, This is just the beginning of our updates around COVID. So we've got a ton more to cover in Stardom Sidham, potentially starting with our first headline around Le'Veon Bell and the Jets. But um, Michelle, do you want to flip it over to Stardom Sidham and just get right into the meat of our episode? Yes, please. Okay, Michelle, it's our favorite time, as usual, aside from the huddle. I think we should get into our stardom situm. And again, it's a Thursday night that we're recording this, hitting your earballs on a Friday morning, a crisp, cool fall Friday morning. Um, but we've got a lot to look forward to in, in week six. So before we get to that, should we look back and see who is booming and who's busting from our week five picks? Like, who do you feel, who do you feel like actually turned out this past week and people can keep an eye on for week six? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I think I've said his name a million times, but he had a massive week last week. Um, actually his best week of the season, uh, it's through over 300 yards, two touchdowns, uh, just a massive, massive week against a uh, Atlanta team that we mentioned is uh, is struggling. So that actually puts uh, Carolina has got uh, three three wins in a row there. Mm-hmm. Teddy Teddy kind of getting stronger each game. Um, that said, he does have a tough matchup this week against Chicago. So uh, be careful about that one. If he's your if he's your lead QB, you you know you probably want to stick with him. If if he's your second you know string QB. Uh, and you have someone that maybe has a little bit of an easier matchup, could be a possibility. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we we called it Teddy Bridgewater blew up in uh, in week five. Yep, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. And also, although not helpful for week six, but we also had talked through Justin Herbert last week, if we're talking QBs. And he also is continuing to prove himself. Right now, he's number eight on the QB rankings for at least NFL Fantasy app. I'm not sure wherever you're playing your game but um he's number eight right now he's he looked really impressive. firing his way up the list and he's earning his qb1 that's for sure that's he for looked, sure he looked really impressive it was uh the first time that i kind of watched like you know a full uh you know chargers game and like the kid's young but he's 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 a big dude he's fast like he made it he made it look pretty easy so he'll he, he'll, he did we'll see lots more from this kid i think I know. There's this one picture that's kind of, um, it's sweeping the internet, and it's that picture of Justin Herbert and Drew Brees, because I actually think that he made the Saints look pretty silly, which was sort of exciting um, to see him pick apart a team like that. Now, granted, I don't think the Saints or any of the more veteran QBs are necessarily having the best season of their lives, but um, with that in mind, it was fun to watch him pick apart the Saints defense, so... 
Um, big shouts to Justin Herbert, and I think that those were some big booms for sure. Oh, uh, speaking of another boom and a uh, reoccurring theme, uh, anyone versus the Giants. So, oh yeah. We, we talked about Dallas defense last week. Obviously, Dallas defense has not been great. And honestly, a lot of points were scored during this game. But man, did they get to Danny Penny's. There was a lot of turnovers. There was a pick six. There was a lot of sacks. So while the score wouldn't, uh, you know, insinuate that their defense did a great job because, you know, the, the Giants still put up, uh, you know, 30 some odd points. Mm-hmm. But where you're really earning the points is, you know, sort of in all those, uh, you know, forced turnovers and sacks. So um, I continue to stand behind any defense that's playing against the Giants. Sure, fine. Let, they'll maybe score some points, but it's uh, it's pretty haphazard. So uh, Dallas D last week versus the Giants was uh, was an excellent play. Yeah. And um, I think for this week, when we're talking about defense, we <laughs> we've got an interesting one coming up with the Giants. But we'll get to that in just a sec. With that in mind. I think we should move on to our key injury report, and which is now uh, now morphed with key injuries and COVID updates. There are more big ones, and I, I hate to say it, but this will also lead into our week six start sit. Dalvin Cook, no longer with us. That is a bummer. <laughs> okay, that's Sorry, dramatic. that was really... That's oh, so no, dramatic. I didn't think, no, no, he's still with us. He's with us. He's with us. He's just not playing this week. He's not playing this week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it's only for a week, but it's hard we'll to say. We'll see. I mean, look, we talked about this early, early on in our like 2020 season preview. You know, the guy was a top five, you know, you know, draft uh, fantasy draft pick this year, rightfully so. But he definitely, you know, struggles with with injuries. He pulled up pretty, pretty limp last week. Um, mm-hmm. He did run back out onto the field, though he remained sidelined. Um, but uh, he he will not be. Uh, playing in in week six so grab grab a backup there i i will say the good thing about this key injury covid like the list is getting shorter you know a lot of the names that we've brought to you the past few weeks a lot of those guys some of those guys i should say are starting to come back some of them some of them still in that ir situation but thankfully this is not you know 25 players long like i feel like it was two or three weeks ago yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. And and unfortunately, this this next one is season ending, right? And potentially, potentially, let's hope it doesn't go into next year, but it's been known to. Um, Dak Prescott, our QB1 and, and beloved Cowboys QB, he's going to be out for a while. Yeah, I don't know. That one, man, that one was so rough to watch. I mean, like, Everyone just loves this guy. I think they said, like, he's never missed a start in his career. Mm -hmm. And you could just see it, like, on all the team, to his teammates and the team that, you know, that they're playing against. Like, everyone is just, like, that one really hurts. Um, You know, he went straight to the hospital after that. I think just recently, you know, he he posted that he's in in good spirits, which is, you know, which is good to hear. But uh, unfortunately, it's going to be a bit of a... uh, a long road back for for Dak, so we'll see what that means for the Giants. And uh, at least he's in good spirits. He's it's going to take him a minute to get back out there, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I hope it's a quick and speedy recovery. I think, based on what I've uh, based on what I've seen, it, it takes about a year to a year and a half to recover. So I really, you know, best wishes to Dak and and a speedy recovery. But luckily. The, that's pretty much the end of our key injuries. Well, I'm sure there have been more. 
Um, what about COVID? Any anyone with COVID? Any COVID updates? I mean, you already anyone? Me- anyone? You already mentioned it. The Falcons uh, camp seems to be shutting down. We haven't really gotten much more information on that as of yet. So uh, keep your uh, keep your ears and eyes peeled as that story develops um, for Atlanta. Um, the the, the the another bit of good news people actually coming back from covid so oh i like that that's cam, a nice spin cam New- yeah cam newton's been cleared to play your your titans got out there and played and kicked ass and have gotten a few guys back on their roster i think Ooh, humphreys is yeah. now cleared to play and he's back so man to just to offline real quick about your titans i mean that game was in- that game was incredible and and what i hadn't realized was like you know, the, the procedures that they have to go through, aka like they don't play. They don't even like they can't see each other all the time. They can't practice the way they normally would. So mm-hmm. props to those guys for, you know, dealing with what they had to deal with for so long and then getting back on the field and just crushing. Like they just looked yes. like little boys, so happy to be out there playing again. Um, which I'm sure is how they felt too after being, you know, kind of stuck and isolated. I think it's probably why they look so good, but I'm glad to see them back. And I think that they were pretty much patient zero when it comes to a full team getting knocked out. True. I I mean, I've been seeing everyone's popping back on the radar, right? Like we had AJ AJ Brown and and Derrick Henry and Tannehill were all out there as regularly scheduled. But I know Adam Humphreys just came off of IR via covid uh, it looks like a couple folks, Corey Davis will probably be cleared by next week, we hope. So it's a, it's a moment of celebration for COVID comebacks. COVID and comebacks. And they're still undefeated. They are still undefeated. Knock on wood. Touch All wood. Right. Speaking of defeated or undefeated, I think we need to get into the meat here with Stardom Sidham. And I'm going to go right in headfirst to running backs because we did just talk about the Dalvin Cook injury. And for all of you out there, uh, I can't even imagine. I wish there was a stat that like could be provided about how many people went right to their fantasy league and attempted to pick up uh, Alexander Madison off the waiver wires. I'm sure everyone did it. Um, I, luckily, I'm going to pat myself on the back again. I drafted him with the mindset of how frequently Dalvin Cook gets hurt. I drafted him late, 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 just as like a, I'm going to put this here. And you know what? Now it's going to pay off because I'm starting him this week. You are very smart. And as soon as I, just as your, just as your fantasy name alludes to, QB sneaky, (laughs) you were sneaky because I was the first one on the waivers. I have pretty low, not low, um, opposite of low. I I am far away from having first waiver priority. Okay, yeah, like you're, low, I'm you're low on the totem pole. Yeah, low on the totem pole. Number ten out of fifteen or fourteen, whatever. So I was on there looking, praying for didn't Alexander Madison. Didn't it suck when you saw QB Sneaky's yeah. name next to it? <laughs> it, it? It did suck. It sucked a lot. And um, I was really looking forward to grabbing him for a week and potentially just dropping him right back off because I've got a lot of players who are benched this week because of bye weeks because I went heavy on Chargers and I went heavy on Seattle and yep. the Saints. Like, and I've got Saints. everybody. Yeah, it's, a, it's not – week six will not be my best week, but – well drafted and actually I might give myself a quick pat on the back as well because speaking of drafting and storing um I have Chase Edmonds in my lineup and oh you last do week, fantastic I do. that's a good one I, 
draft and stash, you know, the good old draft and stash bait and switch. So (laughs) I drafted Chase Edmonds. He's been in my back pocket for six whole weeks. Um, I did sit him in week five just to see what would happen with Kenyon Drake. And he um, he's solid. Chase Edmonds is solid. And I think he's in there proving himself as an RB1. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Definitely. And the nice thing about him is he's, you know, he's getting some looks from Kyler for passing yards. So that's oh, that's a big plus for uh, a running back. So could could be a good one if you uh, have some folks on by. Alexander Madison, a great one if you uh, either had Dalvin or you have folks on by. And mm-hmm. then as much as I used to poo-poo the Dolphins, you're going to see a change here. <laughs> I used to poo-poo the Dolphins. Now I'm just going to keep poo-pooing the Giants. Um, yeah. Miles Gaskin, uh, the running back on the Dolphins, has slow and steady been creeping his way up as that as that entire team, you know, continues to look better and better. Um, But I guarantee he was not someone that was, uh, you know, originally drafted. Um, But the man's been putting up some points. So, uh, again, at this point, probably some smart people have caught on to Miles and have already snagged him. If you're in a league where people aren't that smart. Go get him. Definitely a good play. And I'm actually reading right now. So another thing to sort of see what happens here and see how it develops. We talked about Le'Veon Bell at the top of the show um, getting waived by the Mm -hmm. Jets. It seems as though one of the teams that he may be sort of looking at, talking to, could be the Dolphins. Could also be the Raiders, it sounds like. Could also maybe be the Patriots. I guess we'll see. Um, wow. But, but look, Miles Gaskin has has really like stepped up. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about a couple other Dolphins in Start and Sit'em. Um, but he has, he has certainly proven his uh, his worth and, and is, is a good one to, to get in there. Wow. Well, I, I never thought I would see the day where you were endorsing a dolphin I didn't I really didn't think I would see the day well wait till Um, we get into quarterbacks and I'm really gonna blow your mind I know well uh get into it let's hear it (laughs) blow my mind I want to see I want to hear I mean here's the thing we talked about I think this was like maybe three weeks ago when we were talking about the Fitzmagic versus Minshew matchup and I had all Mm -hmm. my eggs in Minshew's basket and I I mean he's still great but he did not have a great matchup against the uh, Dolphins and I said my biggest qualm about Fitzpatrick was lack of consistency that was where my head was at the guy for Mm. me was just too boom or bust um but I think he's starting to find that level of consistency. He's got two games in a row, you know, over 300 yards. Um, he hasn't been throwing as many picks. He's got, you know, last week he had three touchdown passes against the um, uh, against the 49ers. You know, he's running the ball a little bit here and there. I, he's, you know, keeping guys involved. So I don't know. I think, you know, Fitzpatrick at this point is feeling a little bit more, um, you know, consistent. And they have the Jets this week, so... The Jets are defeated. So I was gonna say between between Miles Gaskin and and Fitzy here, I think actually the Dolphins are a good one to bet on this week, especially since they're coming off of some really difficult games. They had the 49ers last week. Gauge that as difficult how you will, but I would argue that their defense is strong. And then um, the Seahawks, who are mediocre in terms of defense. I mean, they're assassins on offense but for the most part like not easy right like not rollover kind of team so um I hear you there and I and I do agree with Fitz magic 
uh, knowing that they have the Jets this week. You can't you can't go wrong playing the Jets. It's a really it's a really great. Ugh. Yeah, it's a great matchup. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Anyone else you're feeling bullish on or, I'm or feeling, just generally thinking through? I'm feeling pretty good about Tom Brady. Um, Do you? He, okay. I don't know. I You know, the guy comes with vengeance. You know, two weeks ago, we threw five touchdown passes. Five. Five in one game. Yeah. Sometimes maybe people don't get five till like half the season, like depending on yeah. who you are. So, you know, he threw five against the Chargers, which was huge for him. Last week, really tough matchup against Chicago. Again, that's what I was saying. Beware Teddy Bridgewater owners. Tommy fared okay. He didn't throw any picks, but he, you know, there was there was a lot of knockdowns, and uh, he really didn't throw up as many yards or touchdowns as he had, you know, the week before. So that that's a testament to that Chicago D. Um, they're playing Green Bay this week. I think he gets back on track. I just think he's fired up, and I think he gets more fired up. Like, he's going to go head-to-head with Aaron Rodgers. So I just feel like Tom's mental psyche is going to be like head-to-head battle let's go and take on Aaron Rodgers this week yeah I feel like uh those guys too it's always they're always in the headspace of battling another veteran and there's a you know it's the same thing when with with Drew Brees right like those guys always there's a vested interest for them to perform really well when they have that head-to-head I also feel like Tom has had enough time to get into it like we're in week six this is the time to turn the burners on Tommy so I'd be curious to see how he does I don't know how I feel about about Tom I really don't um similarly to I don't I really don't know how I feel about Andy Dalton I don't at this point um but I but I picked him up I picked him up. He's on my roster right now. Here's the thing. At this point, as we said, you know that Dak is not coming back. So somebody's got to throw the football. The good thing is, is Andy Dalton has years of experience under his belt. Sure, maybe he's not as good as he was a few years ago, but he's not a rookie and he has experience, which which is good. And it also doesn't hurt that he's got folks like Zeke and Amari Cooper and Gallup and like these guys that that are, you know, so that are reliable and and hopefully if he can just sort of settle in you know with the rest of these guys around him hopefully that means that you know it's not too much of an uphill you know battle for him um but yeah it'll be very interesting to see how um Andy Dalton set, settles in in uh in Dallas yeah I, i'm i'm really just and here's my thing i picked up Andy Dalton cuz he was the least of all evils right like he is the best option in terms of you know you Justin at least Herbert. have a, a week over week guy that's going to yeah. play you don't have to worry you know yeah well i've got him for one week only and then i'm dropping him back down but uh only because i have Drew Brees and i have Justin Herbert but they both uh, okay. have a bye week 6 yeah. and i'm just i think that's a know, good that's a good stash right there It'll be fine for this week. We'll see how he does. I I hope it's not reminiscent of the 2018-2017 Bengals, one or the other, where they went like 0-16. But hopefully, to your point, he's got some really strong receivers in his core and can actually hit them for like just putting up some big points. I look forward to Andy Dalton. And maybe he can do what um philip rivers is potentially trying to whip into shape with the Colts. You know? Yeah, like never know. Yeah, I think he'll want to. I think he'll want to honor the work that Dak has done. He's got a great supporting cast, so I, I, I'll be interested to see. But it feels, uh, feels like he's got some upside over there in in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, uh, agreed. So how about we talk wide receivers? And I want to kick the first one that that I had noted down here to you because 
Titans and anything Titans, I feel Titans. like I need Kate's commentary on. So how are you feeling about your boy, AJ Brown? Better and better every day. Every day better and better about AJ Brown. You know what? He continues to surprise me. He really does. Because what? Last year, 2019, was that his rookie year? I think so. I think he was a rookie last year. I don't know. At this point, what year is it? I can't keep track. (laughs) A.J. Brown came out of the woodwork. Nobody was betting on A.J. Brown. Everyone was sleeping. Similar to Derrick Henry a couple years back before he kind of broke out last year. Um, He is... He's quickly becoming... And we saw it at the end of last season. But he's quickly becoming... Tannehill's number one I think I mean he really like he overtook the Corey Davis spot and people were really excited about Corey Davis and Corey Davis is really great but he was a Marcus Mariota guy you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying so Tannehill and Brown are falling into their rhythm same thing with Humphreys and Tannehill um so I'm excited for him to come back but yeah A.J. Brown is the guy in Tennessee Uh, it's great to see him just like stepping into that role it's really exciting I don't know what do you think I mean, I, I totally agree with you. I think Tanny's looking really sharp. He likes to throw the ball to A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown was held out of practice a couple of days this week, but more as precautionary just to make sure, you know, he's he's back, you know, full full speed. But, yeah, I mean, after that performance, you know, from the Titans the other night, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, A.J. Brown, get him in your lineups, not even a question. Mm-hmm. But But speaking of a question... I kind of have a question mark about this, but I feel okay about it. Again, this could maybe be something a little uh, a little sneaky if, you know, you've got uh, one of those big wide receivers on by. Yeah. Maybe you have Lockett or Metcalf and you need someone in your lineup. I would say maybe take a look at Christian Kirk. Um, mm. He had a pretty good uh, week last week. You know, he, uh, he, he tied um, targets with DeAndre Hopkins, which actually says a lot considering – DeAndre Hopkins so I think he could potentially be a good one to look at I think Kyler Murray is you know continuing to you know heat up and 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 do really well so Christian Kirk probably available in a handful of leagues I think could be potentially you know a good one if you're uh, if you're looking for someone um, to replace on a bye week yeah, I'm into that. And, and just generally, like, I know I went in on this last week and probably every other week, but more and more, I'm starting to feel really good about uh, the Cardinals, even more than I thought I would at the beginning of the season. I also like who they have coming up. I mean, this week it is, you know, it's, it's Dallas. And Dallas, while they're gunslingers, Dak and hopefully Andy Dalton are gunslinging on offense, um, not looking great on defense, just really not. No, and they're, so letting, it they're would... letting a lot of points up. And look, they, you know, Dallas D destroyed Danny because he's Danny. You know, uh, Kyler Murray's going to run away from those sacks like yeah. he's fast. So, yeah, I think uh, you'll see some some good amount of points from uh, Arizona this week. Yeah, I agree with you there. And I'm, I'm I am looking forward to the continued successes of our dear Cardinals. I really am. They're exciting to watch this season. I told that's, you. That's, I told you they were going to yeah, be fun. I'm stoked. It reminds me of like, remember when Kurt Warner was on the Cardinals and everything was good in the world and everybody loved that. I feel like we're coming back around. I love the Cardinals this year. There it's you go. feeling really good. There but anyway, go. okay, so those that's who we're feeling good or potentially good about. Um, who's it going to be tough for? Like, do you have any any busts for wide receivers? I mean, I mentioned this earlier as as it related to uh, to Teddy. I, I think that um, the Panthers have a rough matchup against Chicago this week. 
I think you've seen a lot of great stuff from Robbie Anderson, from DJ Moore, from Mike Davis, who stepped up huge, you know, um, with Christian McCaffrey being out. Um, But just a sign of caution going against Chicago this week. Um, Again, you you probably lean to wanting to play these guys, but if you have someone uh, on your bench that has a little bit of a better uh, matchup, you may want to, uh, you may want to consider them. I think it'll be tough for the Panthers to carry out the same uh, play uh, that they had last week against Chicago. Yeah, I'm. I've. I've got a question. I've got a question. I like questions. So, if I, if I may, I'll be switching up this order a little bit. But it's a real live question, live on the line. Need your expertise. Okay. So I'm trying to stream a defense. Love it. We are in a league (laughs) that has 14. Oh my god! Is there anything even remotely? (laughs) No. So what I want to pose to you is, based on the Panthers coming up against Chicago this week, they're my only option. You know, like, help us, Obi-Wan. You're our only hope. I I need, like, I think it's the Panthers who I'm going to have to stream. Is that going to absolutely kill me? I think the answer is maybe yes. Hmm. What do you think? Mm. What do you think of Nick Foles? What do you think of the Bears' offense? And do you think the Panthers even can hold a candle Bears, to the, the keeping Bears them contained? The Bears have been looking contained? pretty, pretty decent. I'm looking to see what else might be out there for you. Uh, not much. Gosh, not a lot, huh? Well, I'm just as you're talking through it being a rough week for the Panthers against the Bears. I'm sitting here like. Do I stream the Panthers D? Do I not? So anyway, not to bounce us around there, but uh, Panther. If there's a question mark, you I feel could, like it's well. I know we. I know this is a bit of a, a gamble because you're gonna have to see what happens down in Atlanta. Yeah, give it to me. But Atlanta has not been very good. Minnesota defense has also not been very good. I, I'm not suggesting that they've been great by any means, but if you're looking at the matchup. Yeah. If you're looking at the matchup, Minnesota against Atlanta could be a good pickup? Question yeah. mark? <laughs> uh, well, you know what the the thing is? I think we just need to wait and see. You I, know? That's what I'm saying. Even... Wait and see on that one because of the COVID stuff. But I mean, I know Minnesota's defense has not been that great. I fully understand that. But uh, Atlanta hasn't won a game. Yeah. So, it's true. I, you know what I mean? It's true. I hate to bet against Matt Ryan because just when you bet against him, he goes crazy. But I don't think it's the year, you know? I don't he think just it's has the not, year. He has not looked good. And if this COVID stuff, you know, uh, throws them through a loop, like, that's going to hurt him even more. Y- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then are there any other sneaky – oh, I'm thinking, like, sneaky defense pickups that – I mean, we we say the same thing every week, right? Like, pick up anybody against the Giants. So it looks like – the Giants have the Washington football team this week. Is that right? Yeah. So definitely take a look at the Washington football team against the Giants. I think that could be good. I'm sticking with my Rams against San Francisco. I know San Francisco uh, offense has been, you know, pretty decent, especially on the ground. Um, but the Rams D has been pretty solid the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to stick with them. Okay. I, yes, I like the Washington, that. The Washington football team versus the Giants all day. Go for it. Yeah. How, oh man, I'm just stuck on defenses. You know what, this needs to be a personal choice. It needs to be a personal choice. Do I drop the Cardinals playing the the Cowboys? I don't know. I don't know if I do. Anyway, 
Just know if you drop them, someone else is going to pick it up and you might lose it. So beware. That's that's exactly right. That is what I'm looking at here. I don't want to get stuck with that defense. Okay. Should we round it out? Should we round it out with the tight ends? You always round it out with the tight ends. They are the round out position. Let's do it. I think I said this on last week's show, but I honestly don't remember. So I have Dak Prescott. Uh, no, I do not have Dak Prescott. Sorry. I have, <laughs> Desha- I'm, I'm still got Dak on the mind. Everyone's favorite tight end. I know. I, uh, I, I have Deshaun Watson as my QB. I think I had mentioned that their, um, their number one tight end, uh, Jordan Atkins was out on concussion protocol. So I was rolling the dice a little bit and picking up Darren Fells for that sort of stack, you know, QB, um, uh, tight end play, it it worked. It worked. He's going. I'm seeing that it worked so as I look. I, I'm seeing that it worked now that I'm looking at your lineup. Um, what a beautiful thing to see a tight end put up 15 points. That you is love, a beautiful, beautiful number. How do you think he's going to fare against your Titans? Um, Houston versus Tennessee. How do you, how do you think? The the thing about interdivisional. And AFC South is it's always a toss up, you know, like the thing the teams you think will win will lose and vice versa. So I think um, Titans against the Colts, for example, I think we almost always lose. It's like nine times out of 10 <laughs> Titans lose to the Colts just by way of the thing. So I think I think it's really a coin flip. It just depends on who hits their stride first. So if you see somebody playing well, um, usually AFC South is pretty um it's pretty temperamental. So it should, it whoever be comes a out of the game matchup I think, right? Like Yeah. Oh my Titans, god, yeah. Titans are kind of rolling. Houston like I, I think we talked about came out of that like horrible like beginning of the season. Oh my god, the poor people that that they were Candace <laughs> Kansas City, Baltimore and Pittsburgh for their first three games. That's rough. Uh yeah. Like, yeah, Deshaun's kind of finding a groove. So, I'm just going to hope for a lot of points in that game. You know what? I I really I think that's first of all well called because I did not even consider Darren Fells. That was a really great call. Um, Sneaky. Another really great call. Oh wait, no, I'm wrong. I was just about to say Robert Tanyan again, but he did not play last week. And so, so we're still que- we're still question mark on this guy. Two weeks ago, who is this guy? Who we- two weeks ago? Huge fucking game for this guy. I think everyone and their mother went out probably on the waivers and picked him up. Kate and I said, okay, that's great. Could be a sneaky move, but you, we don't know what the consistency is going to be there. So I, I still have a question mark next to him. Uh, I, I would love to hear from fans or people that did pick him up and see how he plays this week because it's really ballsy to uh, to pick somebody off off the waivers that is on by. So I'm very curious to see how he how he plays after that massive game two weeks ago. Yeah, it wouldn't have been something that I advised, but a lot of people did do it and pick him off the waivers, so there must be something to the guy. Like we said last week, I still feel pretty strong about that being lightning in a bottle, and also, um, I don't know how they'll fare against Tampa Bay, because like you said, Aaron Rodgers, Tommy Tom, who knows how that's going to all shake out, but this Robert Tanyan guy, still a big, big question mark in my mind. And it has like a little question mark and a little lightning bottle in my <laughs> mind. Like I just don't, I, I don't see it, but maybe I'm a little myopic. I'm just and very it, excited to watch him now. Now I just want to see what's going to happen. It's like a cliffhanger. Yeah. You know who I'm excited to watch too? And I'm just going to throw this out there because I've been storing him in my IR spot. Do and it. And he just came back, I guess, last week. David Njoku on the Browns. Okay. 
All right. So, I mean, kind of a wonky pick, I feel like. I don't think anyone's picking him up, and I don't know how he's rostered in 1% of teams, so no one is. Um, I didn't start him. I've got him sitting in my IR. Um, I actually used him as a pawn to trade for something, but that's something else we can talk about another time. Trading. Another time for that. Um, But he he started the year with uh, 13 points against Baltimore right? Like he had a pretty good showing his first game of the year, got hurt, knee injury. He's been out for the last four games. Um, He came back week five against the Colts last week. He only had one target. I think he's just easing his way back in. I just want to call him out. You know, he's a great player and I feel like the the Browns need people to look at poor Baker Mayfield. Um, maybe a sleeper over the next couple of weeks. Um, could I be, probably could wouldn't be a good one to snag if he's only available. If he's if he's reg- readily available, they definitely have a tough matchup against Pittsburgh this week. Yeah, um, right. But uh, but yeah, that could be a sneaky one if you're looking for uh, an extra tight end on your on your bench. Yeah, if you're if you're diving deep and you just want someone in the back pocket who I think will. I don't think he's even worth picking up to start obviously against Pittsburgh in week six. So that's not the point. But if you're looking for a creeper who can maybe step it up in week seven and eight with the Bengals. And then again with the Raiders, a creeper sleeper, a creeper sleeper, sleepy, (laughs) creepy. Oh yeah. Last, last one I'll throw out there for, uh, tight ends. This guy is totally boomer bust. It's touchdown or nothing. Jimmy Graham. Oh my God, true. Jimmy Graham. I mean, this is the thing. He's not, it's not yardage. It's not, you know, it's, it's, does he get in the end zone or not? Um, you know, he did last week. Um, they're playing Carolina. We'll see. He's been pretty consistent. Although now I'm looking at it, it looks like he scores a touchdown every other game. So maybe this week he doesn't score one. Maybe this week he doesn't. And between, I mean, there's got to be something in the air, and I guess we can. I guess this is the end of Stardom Sidum. How sad! But to to put a bow on it, like there's something in the air, especially with the Jimmy G's between Jimmy Graham and then what the fuck happened with Jimmy Garoppolo? Like we called it last week, and I dropped him for that exact reason. What is happening? I don't. I don't know. It's really unfortunate because. you were bullish, obviously, on you know the uh, the 49ers, and there's definitely yeah. been some some issue over there. So uh, I guess we'll I don't know I guess we'll see you know what they can what they can pull together over there. But yeah, not great to come back from an injury and then get benched after a terrible first half. That's not a good. That's for sure. Not that a good is look. for sure. Yeah, I mean um, maybe they rushed some- them back. I don't know what the heck went on. And I also did not watch the game. Um, it's just, it's a shame to see the 49ers not really like having the season that they could. But a lot of it's out of their control. You know, they've been back and forth with injuries. And again, we're back on the, uh, your your boy, Colonel Mostart. He's back in and this player is good. This player is, is falling off. So hard to say with the 49ers right now. But the one thing we do know is that something is in the air. We are... Over a third of the way through the season, if if I'm doing my my math correctly. Honestly, Kate, at this point, we don't know how many weeks they'll be playing football. If they got to push more weeks back, and so we don't know. Let's let's not let's not say that. Who knows? We got to savor the moment. We are savor through. the moment. <laughs> savor the folks who are really doing it for you in the moment. And um, I guess the moral of this story is stream every position because you just don't know <laughs> what next week will hold or if there will be a next week for your team. So. 
I don't know, Michelle. I think that's it for today in terms of uh, in terms of what we have to cover. And as always, if you've made it to the end of the episode, thank you for listening to us and for those earballs. They're so precious and so valuable uh, to have an hour of your time. So if you really love us, hit up Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and subscribe to us. And if you're feeling really good that day, hit us up on Apple, give us five stars, and perhaps even... Drop us a comment if you if you love Draft Queens. You can find us on socials at the Draft Queens, and you can find us on Twitter at the underscore Draft Queens. That is the only deviation for our social handles. But that's all for today. Thank you all. And Michelle, thank you as always for your QB sneaky perfect advice. And anytime. No crystal ball, but I'm here to make it fun. Let's go. Ooh.